disco. This ain't no country club neither. This is RBA. <laughs> Welcome back, everybody. Howdy ho. <laughs> to another amazing episode of Oh La La in the Dungeon. Episode 11. My lucky number. Season 2. Yeah. <laughs> Emphasis on season 2. Yes. And we are glad to be back. Let's see. What are we doing tonight? We um, have a new segment we're introducing. What it's is very it? very exciting. Hot Topics. Hot Topics. <laughs> um, and we have a wonderful guest with us, Carter Snipes from Harry's at the Hofheimer. Yes. Um, we also have a titillating segment from Big Daddy. He'll be dropping it on us as and usual. And I'm going to give you an update on the Stanley Cup and some happenings around Richmond. Um, and then, of course, we'll have our restaurants of the week and our band of the week. Cool. So I say let's dive on in. First, I'm going to introduce our esteemed guest. Please welcome Carter Snipes, an entrepreneur and a veteran real estate developer who started Snipes Properties in 2005. He's been doing renos and historic rehab since then, including the historic Hofheimer building, which um, he purchased in 2015, and Brambley Park Winery, a two-acre park-like urban winery, restaurant, and music venue in the back of Scott's Edition. The way, way back. <laughs> <laughs> Near the railroad tracks. Well, thanks for having me, guys. Of course. Um, and as an active board member of the Scotts Edition Neighborhood Association, Carter has been instrumental in securing city grants for Scotts Edition green space, landscaping, and infrastructure. He's very passionate and is a visionary entrepreneur um, set on elevating the neighborhood's exposure on a national level. Welcome, welcome. Welcome. <laughs> So let's dive right into this. Our hot topic of the week is food trends throughout Richmond. I'll kick it off. I've been noticing a sort of Asian explosion going on around town with new hot pot places, some pho. Mayu sushi. Yeah, and then um, I really have been wanting to try dim sum. Have any of y'all tried it yet? The new dim sum place? I have not tried dim sum. Neither have I. Yeah, it's really good. The space is beautiful. Yeah, is it uh, similar to Max's, or is it totally revamped? No, it's totally revamped. Okay. Yeah, it's very modern, very sleek. But it's by the same... Same operators, yeah. Operators, mm-hmm. yeah. I really want to check it out. Yeah. I just want to, like, pick off of a cart. Can, is that how you're doing it, or is it, like, an actual menu? I mean, it's a menu. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> I want it to be, like, the movies. Yeah, me um, also, you know, we've had tons of uh, pop-ups around here, especially near here. Sub Rosa is doing the um, Nam Prick Pow, which is a Thai pop-up Ooh. over at the bakery, like and a couple a of blocks away. ticketed event, so they, they should be having more information on that if you look it up online. Yeah. And pop-ups are like restaurants that don't like stay there for the whole year, right? They just like pop up during a certain time. Yeah, most of them don't have like an actual brick and mortar space. They might have a food truck or they might be trying to get a brick and mortar space, but they can't get one. Also, this is like total opposite from Asian cuisine, but Berea tacos. Why don't you tell us what they are? Well, it's a, uh, it's a taco <laughs> that has a crispy tortilla shell and it has cheese on it, melted cheese, or it has um, 
you know, beef or pork or lamb. It's usually braised. Isn't right? that a, braised. a regular taco? Uh, well, it's not quite a, a regular taco. Is it? Is it deep fried? Or? Usually, yes, and then it has a consomme that you can dip it in. It's kind of like the Mexican equivalent to like a hot dip sandwich. Yeah, like a French dip. Oh, like an au jus. Uh, yeah. An au jus. And so, you know, it has so many textural differences. It's crunchy. It's, uh, it's moist. We just got it's some. Um, <laughs> I order them from, what's the taco place um, on Southside that, that we've been a, ordering from? a good question. I know <laughs> that, that they have them at... E2 Mama at the Vale. Oh, yes, yes. And also Taqueria Panchito. <laughs> I haven't Love tried it. theirs, but. Neither maybe. have I. Neither have I. Any but, other hot things coming in? Well, Christmas has passed, but the one <laughs> pop up that I love is Birdie's because I get one. to get my oysters there and they have the cutest little like Christmas drinks and mugs. They have like snowmen and reindeer. I know. Those are cute. I love that one and I like Miracle. Oh. Um, well, the big thing I've been hearing is that um, that Texas Inn is supposed to be oh, coming yeah. near Broad and Boulevard in Scott's Edition. That's what the rumor is. So funny you mentioned that. I I read a whole article on that. And I've got a project in downtown Lynchburg, and Texas Inn is right next to that project. And I've been wanting to go. I've read that they have something called the Western. Right. And they have like chili dogs and fries. And it's a very kind of simple diner experience, but it's. it's it's supposed to be really good. Wow, that oh, that's why you were asking about that the other day. I was like, why are you asking me a place in Lindbergh? Yeah. <laughs> I could use that right now. And so they're going to open up uh, on Boulevard next so to. That's what I heard. But we're all next we're, to all the guys in commercial real estate are very curious which space they're talking about. It's <laughs> that's interesting since Boulevard Burger and Brews is a diner right there. Right. So some competition. Well, apparently, what I heard was it's a already built out space. So I'm I'm like what. Restaurants are already existing that are going under or going out or maybe not. And so I would throw out a couple, but then I would get hate mail. So I won't say. <laughs> be very curious to see where they end up. We'll talk afterwards. Yeah. <laughs> Anything else, darlings? Yeah. So uh, Detroit style pizza. Oh, yeah. And Secret that, Squares. That is another pop up. It is called Secret Squares. And They've hosted pop-ups at the the kitchen classroom at Broad Street, and so I, I have not been there before, but it, it sounds delicious. Yeah, I'm gonna keep my eye peeled for when they're having another one. Lillian just opened last weekend. That's an oyster bar. Oh my god, yeah, that's oh. supposed to be really good. Same Hashtag obsessed. Yeah. Yes, I want to go. Maybe we can go sometime this weekend. <laughs> Maybe. The weekend they opened, Matt was so annoyed with me because every five seconds I was like, look at this on Instagram. Look at this. Because I, I really want to go. I sugar daddy for all this food. All right. <laughs> I know. Now that I'm hungry. Um, all right. Let's move on. Let's get into the meat of this. The meat Our and interview potatoes. with Carter. All right, Carter. First question. The, always the first question. Are you from Richmond? If not, what brought you here? I am from Richmond. I was born here, and I went to high school. Went to I graduated open high school in the city. Never heard of that. Yeah, it's a it's a public school, but you have to apply to get in, and it's kind of like governor school, but yeah. more leaning on the art side. That like a charter school? Um, I guess it technically is a charter school. Yeah, That's but it's cool. a city run public school. You just have to apply and have like a portfolio or, or get accepted. So and, you're smart as hell. Well. 
art, art, artsy, I guess. Cool, that's yeah. artsy, Artistic. like yes. drawing or music or what? Well, I went Wrong. to I went to school for graphic design, so my Me degree at, at VCU when I graduated VCU was for, it was in advertising and graphic design. Let's go Rams! Yeah, I right. graduated a couple times. <laughs> I've only graduated a couple of times. Uh, well, clown school. Well, I, have enough, uh, I, have enough, I have like 350 credit hours, guys. That's, Damn, that's enough. girls. I know. Uh, quite a lot there. <laughs> <laughs> okay, um, my second question for you is jumping ahead. Tell us a little bit about the history of the Hoff building in the area, because I know it goes deep. Well, it was built in 1928. Originally, it was the Hoffheimer Rug Company. So they would, you could basically back in the 1920s, People, you didn't have wall-to-wall carpeting. You had, or you had what they at the time called Oriental rugs, and you would take them there. You'd buy them, and then also have them cleaned and stored. And so that was the business that they were in. There's also Mercer rug, which is also in Scott's edition. It's been around probably as long as that. Um, and then in the 70s and 80s, it was Adams Camera, which was a kind of popular Richmond camera shop. Mm, they had cool. about seven or eight locations. And that was sort of their main branch. And so when I purchased the building, we found all of these like old cameras. Ooh, like, that's, from the cool. that's, that's really, really interesting. Cool. A whole like boxes and boxes wow. of old cameras and all these you still different. still have them? We kept them all. I kept them all and restored a bunch of them. <laughs> wow, that's cool. cool. Yeah. So that building has, you know, quite a history. There's also on the second floor where we have the event space. They're, they used to do ballroom dance instruction in the 70s and 80s. Hmm. And so that they put they they I guess put in the hardwood floors that are on the, in the building now. Um, so yeah, it's a lot of a lot of very interesting things in that building. Do you think it might be haunted? There's lots of people that say. <laughs> wow! That. Oh Actually, God. I think Natalie uh, mentioned that yes. when we were in there. Yes, so. my business partner <laughs> thinks that it's definitely haunted. I personally have never we, um, had an experience, but we interviewed. Uh, what is it called? The official a name? Paranormal investigator. investigator. Oh. And honestly, I think I might send him your way. <laughs> <laughs> that would actually be a really fun episode yeah. if we went there yeah. live and did like an, what do they call it? EMP or whatever? Yeah. EVP? They did it here when they were here. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. He so, probably had but, fun. He'd have fun in that building. I'm sure. sure. Oh my gosh. I can't imagine the history. Um, so what originally drew you to Scott's edition overall? Well, I mean, ironically, I just I happened to know the people that own that building, the family, and um, I had helped them rent it out to a bunch of friends that were artists and furniture makers that used the space as sort of a maker space. And uh, so I kind of was familiar with the building, and we had done like some art pop-up parties and, you know, bands and kegs and just kind of fun stuff in there. And it always just had this really positive energy and vibe. Maybe it was the good ghost. Yeah, the happy ghost. And so <laughs> when their father passed away, they wanted to sell the building. And I had, they asked me as their real estate agent if I would help them sell it. And I said, well, you know, why don't I just buy the building from you? And so that's how it all happened. And then we sort of got into the development of it and the renovations of it. And we, believe it or not, found all of the old blueprints in the basement. Oh, wow. Like 80 years ago. That's fully awesome. intact, fully you know preserved, and they we saw in the blueprints that they used to take these rugs up to the rooftop and clean them and dry them and hang them. And oh, that's really interesting. And so I was like, "What is this? And what's that all about?" And the engineers were like, "Well, you could you know this building was built to basically have workers up on the roof cleaning and drying these rugs, and you could put 
a hundred people up there. And I, I like did a double take and I said, what? You could do what? <laughs> and I was like, you mean you could have like a rooftop bar? Oh, hell <laughs> yeah. like, a bar. Like, huh, I'm getting ideas <laughs> yes, now. Yes, yes. So, Cha-ching. Cha-ching. No. <laughs> so I was like, we're going to do that. And so um, then we just started developing the plans and we had a couple of restaurants that came in. Peter Chang signed a lease. We had another restaurant that was going to... Um, you know, take a lease there, build a restaurant, and that deal fell apart. And so I had already built out the rooftop space, and I was like, well, we'll just start doing these pop-up events. And so we started doing them on Thursday nights. It was called Sunsets at the Hof. Oh, I think I heard of that. And it just kind of took off, and it was very popular, and then it all kind of just snowballed from there. Wow. So then is that how you got involved with, like, Brambley Park? Yeah, so then we, you know, the second floor of the Hofheimer building has a, you know, a event venue, wedding venue. And so we, over the years, have done lots of events there and that business has grown. And we were, I started looking for like a rural property that would be like a wedding venue. And looked at all these different properties, didn't really find anything. And then the guy that used to own Groove and Gourmet, he was a friend of mine, he Mm. called me and said, hey, I've got this, my building in the back of Scott's Edition um, that had a commercial kitchen for their catering business. But it's on this two-acre sort of park-like setting. And I was like, well, let, let me, that's... And he, he sort of thought that the building was the thing. And I was like, you're missing the whole point. This thing is a park in the back right. of an industrial mm-hmm. neighborhood. And so immediately when I went back there and looked at it, I was like, this is what we're going to do back here. We're going to have a band and stage and dogs and kids and, and igloos those and igloos and yeah. yurts yurts yeah, yeah. <laughs> <Not yurts. laughs> and so that all kind of came about and then you know of course covid hit and then you know i mean we we are opening in the middle of covid and we have this two acre outdoor space that you know no one could go anywhere yeah. and so it was like perfect timing you know right. unfortunately but fortunately um and so that's how that all kind of came out and that's been great and people love it and it's I love it. I love the the winery aspect of it because I'm from wine country, New York. So, well, and that, you know, the interesting thing with that was we were looking at like a brewery or a restaurant or we we knew the park thing was going to be the idea. Um, But it was, we kind of were looking at, I was looking at the market and saying, there's all these breweries. It's very sort of guy centric. Mm -hmm. There really isn't like a place for girls to take their girlfriends for a night out or whatever. Thank you. More female centric. Yeah, we we did. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, so then we were kind of like, well, okay, well, a winery or wine bar would be cool, and how do, how do we do that? And so then we, I went out to California and met some wineries, owners, and winemakers, and I was like, look, we don't really, we're not going to make, we're not going to grow grapes on this right. property. It's an urban <laughs> location. And so we just met some really cool winemakers that were all, basically, they make the wine, and then we, it's bottled and made for us. Right. Um, we do have a small winery on site there and a winemaker that makes sort of test batch or small batches. That's really so technically cool. it's a winery, but you know, most of the wine that you drink there is made in California or in Charlottesville. Right. That's cool. It's a lot of fun. Yeah. It was a lot of fun going out to California and drinking wine. I was going to say a yeah. lot um, of fun. <laughs> that R and D must've been very uh, challenging. Very taxing on you. Yes. What a hard life. You <laughs> well, the, the funny story is when we, the, one of the wineries we went to, he, uh, he was pouring us wine right from the stills that okay. they're making wow. it from. And so when you do that, it's not, they, they, they will typically barrel wine and it's sort of, 
it sort of chills out, if you will. The alcohol content comes down. Right. So when it's fresh off those stills, it's really powerful, really <laughs> strong. And I got completely yeah. hammered oh. and like had to go back to the hotel room my, and miss uh, half a half the winery tour. This is a side note, but my aunt in um, upstate New York, that's big wine stuff over there too. Um, she grows her own or makes her own wine out of like potatoes or something. Oh wow! And every time I leave. <laughs> A family reunion, I get so drunk. My dad's like, did you drink Aunt Penny's wine? I'm like, we'll spend the whole night throwing up from her wine. But it's so good. And it's so right. pungent. So yes. I've never heard of potatoes. I've heard that being used in vodka. but not. I don't know what she makes. Well, that's yeah. just vodka. That's just, she's just drinking vodka. <laughs> <laughs> Grandma like, closet wine. Is this some kind of like clear prison wine. hooch? Yeah, like it's yeah. made of my, ketchup yeah. and toilet My <laughs> mom calls it Penny's hooch, but she yes. loves it too. I mean, no shame. I mean, or no hate, but her wine's good. She has a whole like underground wine cellar that she made cool. in the middle of like their land. That's like cool. Napa. Yeah. When we went, I feel your pain. I got, we went to, um, not the French laundry, but the bakery, um, Bouchon. Bouchon. Yeah. And, uh, one of the best meals I ever had, but we have been drinking wine all day, drank more wine there. It was the richest meal I ever had. They shaved practically an entire truffle onto my pasta. And I was like, it's so good. Then we get back to the hotel and I'm like, yeah, and I was like, it's still good coming back up. <laughs> how, how is that possible? I know. But we digress. But anyway, back to you. Coming back. Um, so how did you um, actually meet Natalie McNamara, the co-owner of Harry's, um, and then facilitate going into business together? Well, Natalie and I have been together dating partners for oh. three years. Didn't um, know that, all right. And she, actually, I met her before that, and she she has a marketing company. She also, um, her one of her clients is the Greater Richmond Association of Commercial Real- Realtors. Mm. It's like a trade association. Mm-hmm. And she, her marketing company runs that as one of their clients and had met her. And interesting enough, she had emailed me to do like an interview, like a blog post. And <laughs> I just ignored it. I was like, I don't, this is some spam and then then she like or someone from her company emailed me and then she emailed me and was like no we really want you to like write this article for our blog would you please do it and I was like yeah so then she was like can we can can we go to coffee and I was like oh okay I don't know so I like googled her and I'm like oh she's kind of cute you know I'm single right? I'm not sure if she's single so I was like well, what, this can't hurt you know, you're like, all right, coffee. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and so, so we went and had coffee, and we kind of hit it off, and just kind of had a, um, you know, had a. There was chemistry there, and so we started dating. And anyway, she's you know super talented female entre- entrepreneur, um, just great businesswoman, and I really have always admired her over the years. And I was that the 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 Hofheimer business after COVID got hit pretty hard because we, you know, the event business has sort of gone away. Mm -hmm. Um, and so we kind of had to reinvent and I had these plans to do this Harry's restaurant because the guy who built the building's name was Harold Hoffheimer. His nickname was Harry. Um, so it was kind of a, you know, cool idea. There's also a famous bar called Harry's bar in Venice, Italy, which I went to with my parents. And so I kind of had this kind of cool nostalgic idea. But I just was not sure that it was the right time or I had the right operating team in place. Um, and Natalie, I showed her the plans and the whole business model and everything. And she just was convinced that it was going to be a great success and basically talked me into 
par- letting doing her it. letting her partner <laughs> wow. and do it a bit, you know, run the, start this restaurant. And it's been great. I mean, we've been super excited. It looks great. We're really happy with it. Food, the the whole food and beverage program and the team are doing an amazing job. But um yeah, so she's she's pretty amazing sort of woman operator and you know, you I, guys are I, like a powerhouse couple. Yeah, I, guess, yeah. I love her energy. I mean, we had brunch and we were talking with our server and we mentioned we had a podcast. That's how this all started um, with y'all coming on. And uh, she ended up coming out and she took us on a full tour of like the mezzanine level and yeah. walked around and um, we just really enjoyed talking with her. So yeah, I love her energy. Hopefully got, we'll get to have her. Maybe we can have you guys on together like yeah. sometime in the future. Or something. Yeah, no, we got great. to check out the new lounge and yeah. the, the concept seems pretty cool. It seems like a really laid back area inside the building. Yeah, yeah why well, don't you tell us a little bit about like what you envision? I know she mentioned like book clubs and stuff too, but if you yeah. want to elaborate. Well, so, you know, the idea originally with the idea was to do some kind of speakeasy type idea. We weren't sure. We didn't want to do something super on the nose where it was like you have to knock or get a password. We wanted it to be a little bit sort of, you know, not quite so direct. Right. Um, And so we went to this place in San Francisco that was all decorated in these books with this beautiful colored lights. And I was like, that's such a cool look. But how do you, you know, that's got to be so expensive. And so we come back to Richmond and we happen to kind of stumble upon Diversity Thrift every weekend has this special deal where you can get a whole, you can bring your own box and fill it with any book, you know, block full of books. Oh, that's cool. For $6. And so I'm like, where, otherwise this is going to be, you know, we have 6,000 books in there to do this, to do this sort of library kind of look. Oh my God, that's insane. So that would have been like really expensive. Otherwise this this diversity thrift, their sort of $6 box thing. I was like, look, we could actually make this work. And so we have been going to diversity thrift for the last five (laughs) months, every Saturday. They're like, wait, these guys? Yes. (laughs) They know us by name. I went to a PLF party there, Party Life Liberation. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, Yeah. yeah. That's a cool place. No, it's a cool spot. And they do those guys i know those guys they do really fun parties yeah so yeah so that was sort of the idea we sort of had we liked this sort of library kind of look it sort of fit with the theme there's also this famous book called harry's abcs of cocktails which when we were kind of developing this harry's idea sort of popped up and i was like well this is and it was written in 1920s so i was like well these kind of all these sort of interesting themes were sort of aligning in in a kind of an interesting way Right, you know Harry that built the building, mm-hmm. this book, these this library idea, and so it all just kind of came together in this very sort of for, you know fortuitous way. Um, but I, I think it turned out great. So that second floor space we've just finished kind of renovating, and that's going to be kind of like a little lounge, secret hideaway bar that you can either rent for private events, and we'll have on the weekends we'll have DJs and bands, and cool. it's just kind of a fun little place to go and chill and have a glass of wine have a cocktail that's sort of you know after you have dinner before you have dinner um and then we're right now we're finishing up the rooftop renovations i was gonna say i was gonna ask you about that like can you give us a little sneak peek of what it's gonna be like up there so this summer it's going to be i guess what we call you know 1.5 or 2.0 next summer we've got a a kind of a major renovation this summer we're doing kind of redecorating all new furniture, all new lighting. So it'll be it'll look very different and a little bit more upscale cocktail bar kind of vibe. Okay, because before it was a, a German more like beer a garden. Beer, beer garden. garden. Okay. Yes. Yeah. So the for the you know, Hof Garden was a 
kind of um, so the the Hofgarten was a place in Germany in Munich, which is a, it, Hof means court, and the Hofbrau, which is the mm-hmm. oldest brewery in the world. And we we're very familiar with that yeah. in mm-hmm. Munich. <laughs> and so the Hofgarten was a like was like a German beer garden kind of you know vibe and food concept. And so this whole new iteration of Harry's is much more cocktail centric, a little bit more upscale. And so the rooftop's going to be, we've got this whole new renovation. It's going to look really good. But next summer, we're going to do a, a penthouse pop-up on the rooftop Ooh. with a new bar and kitchen. And so that's going to be the big, that's cool. that'll be the big change that'll next awesome. summer. I'm so uh, excited. I know. Hurry up. Do it this summer. Well, I also wanted to know a little bit more about the history of what's in there. Um, it was really fun, like when we were there, seeing all the different Harry's portraits. Did you guys find those, or did you commission them? Yeah. So what's you story? know, we the the, the the idea of the name came out, and then we were kind of like, well, this would be fun to find all these. Originally, originally, one of the names was Mad Harry's that we were kind of playing with, and so I liked this idea of like sort of mad genius, crazy King George the Third, you know, these weird sort of crazy portrait guys. And I had done this whole kind of like concept board of like all these like crazy like Rasputin and all these crazy people from history. (laughs) And so Natalie sort of yeah, Natalie kind of put the kibosh on the whole crazy mad genius thing. (laughs) And she was like, we're just going to go like a little bit more upscale and you know. And so then we got my friend Todd Todd Hale. He's a he has a studio down on Broad Street Mm -hmm. and he originally all of his artwork was on the second floor or some of it is still there. And uh, I kind of he has been over this last year and a half has been experimenting with this like AI art, gen- you know, generative mm-hmm. kind of thing and mm-hmm. doing these like really crazy people portrait, weird stuff. Mm-hmm. And so I went to one of his art shows and I was like, this is really cool stuff you're doing. I was like, could you, if I gave you like a list of all these famous people, could you like make crazy weird portraits of them? And so he was like, of course I totally can do it. And so that's where the idea came. We just were like, hey, all right, let's come up with all these kind of famous people. And then in that process, some of these sort of fun ones like Harriet, Harry and the Hendersons, yep. Harriet Tubman, Harry Styles, Harry Styles, <laughs> uh, Debbie Dirty Harry, Harry, Dirty Harry. I like that one. And so we were trying to be, you know, we started, you know, we obviously had a couple drinks and got pretty creative yep. with some of them. Um, <laughs> but it turned out great. He, he's such, he's just such a fun guy to work with. And, and so that's fun. So we have three more that are coming out for the second Ooh. floor. So he's sort of in, they're in. In process right That's now. So yeah, cool. we'll have to check oh, them out. I have yet yes. to go. I yeah. want to go. So. Yeah, yeah. I know we were going to go to the tasting on Tuesday, but it was sold out. Yeah, of yeah. Course. I know <laughs> we got to like, jump on that. So there was like free drinks. I mean, what? Of course it's sold out. <laughs> so we tried to get tickets, and there was one ticket available. I could have went. And so we're like, well, one of us will have to go, and yeah, it didn't work out. Well, you could just call us. We'll just let you guys. <laughs> <in>. <laughs> Damn. So next Tuesday, what? Uh, <laughs> Um, what other like inspirations or, you know, what is your theme with food and Bev downstairs? Would you say like overall concept kind of, I mean, it's, 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 we have a lot of different sort of spinoffs down there with the food we're going. I mean, it's, it's supposed to be a neighborhood bar and grill. So it's, it's supposed to be sort of food that, you know, you would come and have two or three times a week. It's not, you know, it's not supposed to be any kind of specific sort of genre or ethnicity, um, and so that's the idea. So we, we are constantly changing the menu. We kind of came out of the gate with some small plates. Now we have a lot more entrees and sandwiches. So it's very, we kind of let our food team or kitchen team 
just sort of be really creative with stuff mm-hmm. and experiment. We put stuff on the menu, see how it goes, see how customers respond. Um, so, so what what is the most popular item right now? Right now is the there's this new Noki. I guess you can get you can get chicken with it too. So it comes with protein, but it's like a veggie gnocchi. But it's really really good. It sounds good. It's like garlic, and mm. I don't really know. I'm not I'm not a chef, but <laughs> it's phenomenal. And then he also has a banh mi that he just put on the menu. Oh, I love Ooh, a banh mi. Really My good. dad does too. Yeah. <laughs> We'll have to go back. Of course, we're going to go back. But yeah, so there it, we're that, going Saturday. Yeah, so we have lots of specials that come on and kind of go away and stay, and it's kind of fun. It's a fun process. We really enjoyed all of us. We went for brunch, but I believe we all did the martini where you build your own. <laughs> <laughs> so that's really fun because um, it has a picture on the wall of like all your options. So it's kind of like a Bloody Mary bar, but for your martini, which I've really only seen in New York City. Yeah. Like, because some of the nicer steakhouses I've been to, they would have like the martini cart, and that's what it reminded me of. Yeah. But so for a bargain price. Yeah. Mar- <laughs> martinis are by far our best seller. Yeah. The second bestseller is we have a drink called the Heart of Glass, which is a, it's tequila, but it also has mezcal foam. Ooh, so it's got wow. this really spicy sort of you would love finish. That. Sounds would. interesting. And it's named after the Blondie song, yeah. Heart of Glass. Mm-hmm. So it's yeah. kind of a fun play it's on you know, Debbie Harry. Yep. Um, so those two drinks are, the, but the martinis is, it's, we, that has definitely sort of become the thing that we're really known for. But yeah, it's a lot of fun. You end up drinking and you forget you forget the food. You gotta I know, eat, right? You gotta <laughs> eat too. This place sounds like a party. Oh my god, I'm getting excited. The whole building is a party. I mean, it's <laughs> okay. Speaking of parties, uh, what is the most fun part about the job? Your job overall? I mean, you know, I really like developing these concepts. I mean, that's sort of where I get real excited because you sort of have to come up with. You know, I like to I like to take things that are integral to the history of the property or relevant to the property. So for like Brambley Park, we literally when we were when we were doing we were cleaning out all of the all of the the bushes, there were all these brambles which are like thorn bushes, you know, blackberry bushes. Right. And so I was like, well this is, you know, this is cool bramble, that's a cool name. And then I we kind of stumbled upon that, you know, people make wine with these blackberries. And it's kind of a, it's supposed to be like sort of the low end kind of wine. Mm-hmm. Right. And I kind of liked that. I kind of thought that was kind of cool and edgy. Like, hey, we'll, we'll be the Brambly wine. You know, like it's, I love we're that. sort of thumbing our nose at yeah, the whole like stuffy like, wine thing. Cool. Cutting yeah. edge. Yeah. <laughs> and so that was kind of fun. So I always kind of like try to get into like what the property's about or the location or the building and the history of it and kind of play into that stuff. And so that's kind of to me is trying to find those things that sort of connect are kind of the fun part. And, you know. Trying new drinks and trying new food is also fun, and that's mm-hmm. you know that's awesome. There's so much creativity that goes into it. That's the fun part. Yeah. I feel like with anything. Well, and that's you know, I mean, I, I started out my career in in sort of graphic arts and creative business advertising, and got into real estate for 15, 20 years, and so it's kind of been fun to kind of come back and sort of re-explore all that kind of yeah. initial creative things. Stuff. That, yeah, creative yeah. stuff. And you know, I guess the thing I like the most is just meeting people and having events and kind of connecting with people and networking. And that's, that's sort of the, the best part about it, honestly. Right. But yeah, it's a fun, it's, it's not a bad job. That's very inspirational. I know. Well, so what kind of concept, cause I haven't been there, but it sounds fun is Rigsby Pond Retreat. So that, that place is, that's, I love that place. That's, um, it's 30, it's 25 acres out in Goochland. Um, it's just a beautiful, very serene setting. There's this beautiful old wood cabin on the property that I renovated into like a really, the interior is like a really sort of upscale Airbnb. Um, 
and there's a covered pavilion with a big stone fireplace that you can Ooh. sit outside in the rain or the snow, and Ooh. you're covered, and you've got this beautiful fireplace. That's awesome. There's also the guy I bought the property from. He had started to build this stage for bands, and so, of course, I see it. I'm like, man, this is perfect. This is like Brambley Park. And right. So we finished the stage. Um, we don't do a lot of concerts. We don't do a lot of big events out there because there's neighbors nearby, and it's pretty quiet and sort of serene. And so we just basically, you can rent it out for the weekend. You can go out there with like 10 or 15 friends and camp. Um, it's just really pretty and fun and beautiful. And I bought it more for just the nature of it and kind of have a nice getaway. And you can put on your own little show on the stage. Yeah. So like every, a puppet show or something. Yeah. A couple times a year, I'll have a big show. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I'll have a big party out there a couple times a year. Don't get me wrong. <laughs> a daytime party. Yeah. <laughs> I know. Well, I want to drive out there. My parents live like right on the Rockville line. Yeah. Is it over on that side? It's or is at it Gum like... Spring exit. So it's okay. Sandy Hook. Yep. Yeah. Okay. So it's not cool. far. It's real close. It's on and... Licking. It backs up to Licking Hole Creek. So it's about okay. yep. 10 miles, five heard miles from the, from the brewery. Yeah. I, well, I don't know if they're. I, Are there I, I'm friends with Lisa. Pausing, yeah, I guess, I mean... for a little bit or revamping. I don't know. Yeah. You know more. You can tell us after this. <laughs> <laughs> That's actually what I I'm going to be talking about. We'll know Ooh, all daddy. the <laughs> I think there'll be plenty of good things to come. Good. Moving on to what are like the bad things about your job? Like something stressful <sighs> that comes up often. Going on podcasts? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> no, this is easy. <laughs> I mean, the hard, you know, it's, you, it's, it's staffing of big venues is hard. You have to find people and find good people. And then you have a lot of turnover and. That's always tricky, and and then you have customers that come in and don't have the best experience, and then you have to sort of figure out what that was, and were they just having a bad night, or did we really do something wrong? And so there's a balance there, and so it's you know that all that kind of stuff can be tricky, and you know COVID for any hospitality restaurant business was a nightmare, yeah. and so that was like wild. opening in 2020. I can't believe that yeah. we did. Well, we, we yeah, that was, at least it was outside. Yes, yeah. that was the only That's thing. That's true. That yeah. Was, we yeah, were, that was the major no, draw. No, we went like right after y'all opened because yeah. we were like, we have to leave the house, please. God. And it, I had a really good experience. I'm, we got like um, some hot drink. What was it? It was like hot cider, but it was spiked. Yeah, like a spiced yeah. cider. It was yeah. so yeah, freaking really good. good. The cocktails are amazing there. Yeah, we didn't know we were going to open. We were, I mean, we were building the space out and then COVID hit and then it was like, what's going to happen? Are we going to open? Are we not going to open? <laughs> Can we open outside? Literally, right. we had, I remember we had already ordered all the wine. It was made in California. They shipped us all, you know, we had, I don't know, 70, I don't know, boxes, cases and cases of wine. And it was sitting in the little garage door there. <laughs> and, you know, COVID, they were getting ready to announce they were going to let restaurants reopen. And I was like, look, we've got all this wine sitting right here. Everybody's over at the VMFA just sitting out on this lawn. I'm going to open this door and I'm just going to sell bottles of wine. And if you want to open it and go sit over there, you can. <laughs> I love that. I don't know. Awesome. And so we, I literally opened the door, opened the bottles of wine. I was like, here you go. Here's, you know, 20 bucks. And we sold all of the wine and everybody had a great time and it was fine. And then like a week later, they were like, oh yes, restaurants can reopen. And so, yeah, but, that's awesome. Yeah, it was a little, it was a little scandalous sort of opening. But. <laughs> the horror. No. <laughs> My next question is, what is the craziest or funniest thing that has happened since the Hoff opened? And finding the cameras is pretty, pretty crazy. We've had some pretty raucous parties there. I mean, Halloween, we annually, we do a big Halloween costume party. We've and that gets, that gets pretty wild. Um, so, I mean, you know, 
you can imagine people are people in the bathrooms and they do <laughs> lots of puking. Oh, la, la. Bad and love making all kinds of stuff. Say, yes. Oh my gosh, you know. Bro, I'm like, how did the sink break off the wall? Cue the sound, man. <laughs> From the Halloween, I remember there, there was a lot of grinding. Yes, yes. So Halloween is definitely pretty scandalous. Well, noted. Yes. Um, Liz, do you have anything else? Um, well, do you have any other like projects on the horizon? Um, yeah, I mean, I've got a couple things in the works that we're kind of working on and nothing, you know, I sort of try to find things and then if it takes, it works. I don't have anything specific that's like in development right now, but I'm always on the kind of look for new things mm -hmm. and trying to get it inspired and we got some buildings over here in churchill i know we churchill would love for i mean just driving over here over. I was there's like, one right there i know although i heard that's going to become grace yeah that's that, a future uh, restaurant i yeah. believe okay yeah i mean it's amazing i was just just driving over i'm like well, this place there's a place on 25th that has been sitting empty for forever i don't know what it was before but you should look into it trapezium they're uh, not doing the uh, oh, like uh, funkatorium now over uh, here wow. do you know where the masonic hall is yeah yeah but yeah so they I were going to make that into a brewery right and they i'm just, like i'm going to broker you a deal here right. i'm telling you, where you <laughs> they just pulled well, i'll call dave i happen to know the okay. guy <laughs> they pulled hey, the man, plug on that the yeah so i've looked at the pictures it's a really interesting property like no. they have all have all the masonic stuff still in there yeah it's really cool but they probably have a kitchen too well, maybe I'll call Dave after. And this then there's video. a there's a funeral um <laughs> Do I get a oh, yeah. right across the street. It looks too. like a theater. Yeah. Oh yeah, the funeral home. I always thought I wanted to turn a bar like a a funeral home or a church into a bar. Yeah. And That'd everything cool. is like you're taking communion, but it's like a shot. Blasphemy. <laughs> Blasphemy. It would either be really fun or it would flop. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> anyway. That's usually how it is in restaurants. Yes, it's really yes. fun and it works where it flops. In my head, I'm like, this would be the most awesome yes. yeah, thing. People, yeah. Yeah. people might boycott it too. So. I know, like the Catholics will be like, yeah. Which I am like, you? Oh, well. sinner, shame, shame. Anyway. Um, how can we support you and Damn all it, your products? Oh, I mean, you know, come to Harry's and have dinner and hang out and come to the rooftop when it opens. I mean, go to Brambley Park. We will. Rent the rent the Rigsby Pond on the weekend on Airbnb. It's available oh, every weekend. Well, should I have my forty third? No, forty fourth. My thirtieth. Oh my god, okay. my thirtieth. We could have it there. You should That'd definitely. Yeah, you could do Rigsby Pond, Brambley, Hoffheimer, everywhere. Um, All three. We love it. Yes. And for the listeners, we're gonna link everything up in the show notes so you can visit the Hoff, visit Brambley, visit have a great time. That's right. And now a word from our sponsor. Check out Maya's Belly Dancing, located at 10049 Midlothian Turnpike, Suite H. She offers an array of classes for all levels of experience, from beginner to advanced. You can find the class schedule at mayasbellydancing.com. And be sure to follow her on Instagram and Facebook, as well, at Maya's Belly Dancing. Well, we welcome you to jump in on the rest of this, but uh, first, Big Daddy's going to... Drop it on us. All right, guys. And I'm going to give you a Stanley Cup update since the last oh. episode. And this is very important news. <laughs> so social media users have been reporting that the Cups have been testing positive for lead using home kits. Oh, shit. And Stanley has made a statement that the lead is actually used the in the vacuum out. sealing process. And there's a, a pellet at the bottom of the cup 
which is covered by a steel disc. And they, they report that, you know, the lead will not come in contact with the consumer in any way. So and this whole time I was like, I th- it's not hockey season. What's he talking yeah, about? I, I, I literally <laughs> think that every time Same. because this no. is not a Stanley Cup. It is a cheap ripoff. Excuse it's me. Team. It's very expensive. They're yes, all the yes, rage. Yes, yeah. yes. I bought that for you with love. I know, and I love it. <laughs> so I wanted to get into some Richmond news. There is the Richmond gun hole. Have you heard of that? It got, oh, and, it got filled, filled in. in. Yeah. yeah, so it's a uh, gun-shaped hole on South Addison Street in the fan, it's, and it's gone viral on social media. Mostly After be- the rat hole? Yes, mostly because of the rat hole, which uh, was in Chicago, and residents would make pilgrimages to the hole and make offerings such as coins, flour, cheese, and alcohol. They got money to be wasted on some <laughs> offerings to the rat hole. What? And so supposedly the property owner next to the gun hole, they said that it's been there since 1998. <laughs> And it was a warning to a tenant who witnessed a crime. Oh, oh my Ooh. God. Yes. And so residents made complaints to RVA 311, which stated that the hole was, was attracting nuisance visitors. And the, the city eventually filled it in, and it was later scooped out, as you had mentioned. And what? so I, I don't know if it's been refilled. That's but, hilarious. I and love this city. The gun won't die. <laughs> and moving on, this uh, this has to do with the band Boy Genius. Uh, I don't know if you guys have, are familiar with their work, but they won three Grammys at the last Grammys. Yes. That include Best Rock Performance, Best Rock Song, and Best Alternative Music Album. And Lucy Dacus is a singer and songwriter from Mechanicsville. And Rolling Stone actually named her the 213th greatest guitarist of all time, which, wow, that is quite... Out of what? Out of, (laughs) I I don't know, it could be 500, (laughs) 1,000, or... But I I found found that to be pretty interesting. And she's a graduate from Maggie Walker Governor's School in 2013 and went to VCU. Yeah, baby, the Rams. Yeah, holla. And, of course, she joins Jason Mraz and Gorby Hobb, who is a composer... They're all from Mechanicsville, and they have all won Grammys. So it's kind of becoming like a a music. trifecta. Yes. Um, And also up is uh, Richmond has a new area code. What? Uh, Yeah. Yes. So 686, uh, that started as of February 1st, 2024. And so it takes approximately 32 years for an area code to fill up, and that that means uh, approximately eight million phone numbers so wow i I never knew that i thought area codes were like endless no like in la because 818 is so like a cache because that's like beverly hills um people pay other people like i want to buy your phone number Wow. like kendall jenner her tequila is called 818 like so who knows if anyone wants to buy my 804 (laughs) i got two of them yeah yeah right So up next, uh, there was a phallic-shaped <laughs> group of bushes discovered next to Kanawa Plaza in downtown Richmond. Since early December, a group of bushes were trimmed in the shape of twig and berries. <laughs> and it's located at the tip of the park. Just the tip? So Richmond, what's oh, going oh, 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 on here? <laughs> So the big... Question is, was the bush trimmed by a happy accident or was it deliberate? 
And once the bushes were posted to social media, they have since been trimmed by the city and they no longer resemble any phallic sort of Being. group of bushes. Oh, God, I was clutching my pearls in horror. <laughs> and Liz mentioned this earlier in the show, and this is uh, Licking Hole Creek has closed. <laughs> that's, a, that's a great uh, transition. <laughs> so... Licking Hole Creek has closed <laughs> indefinitely, and uh, the, the brewery is located in Goochland County and is closed indefinitely because the property owner or the, the business owner has health issues, and uh, the owner is hoping to reopen the brewery in the spring or summer, but that is uncertain. But word on the street is it's going to be okay. And Licking Hole, they're known for their delicious stouts and IPAs, and so I do hope they reopen again. And that concludes <laughs> Drop It On Us, Big Daddy. Thanks, Daddy. <laughs> well, I think it's time to move on to our restaurants of the week. Yum, Olivia, yum. tell me what I should eat. Yeah, this, this whole <laughs> episode is all about food. But today I went to this restaurant called Faux Tien Fat Fault. I cannot pronounce this. <laughs> Faux Tien Fault 2. Located at 9031 West Broad Street. Um, it's really authentic Vietnamese food. Like, this is very, like, as authentic as you can get in Richmond, I feel like. I recommend their rice paper pork spring rolls for an appetizer and for an entree. Their pho is out of this world. I love the Thai chin pho. I think I said that right. Or pho. Uh, which has round eye steak and brisket and the broth. That's my favorite part. Oh, my freaking God. The broth is so juicy and good. So go there and support this wonderful business. Elizabeth? Um, I am recommending Greek on Kerry. Yes, they are on Kerry, but they are also at the hatch until they close. <laughs> Uh, we ate there last weekend. Yeah, and Hatch is closing in March 1st, March. I believe. Uh, but anyway, in the meantime, you can go there or you can go to 3107 West Cary Street to have some delicious Greek food. If I were you, I would order the piquilla for an appetizer or meze for those in the know, um, which is just a sample of like everything appetizer-wise, the domades, the feta, like the whipped crazy feta, um, the hummus, all that jazz. Then I would move on to the chicken hierro, hierro. or the musaka, and I would maybe just finish it off with a piece of walnut or pistachio baklava. Mm, yum. <laughs> um, and... I would also wash it down with a nice white wine, perhaps a acerretico, which is a Greek white wine that has got a nice minerally freshness. I love minerals. Yes, they're good for you. So drink more wine. All right, are we ready to move on to the band of oh, the week? Oh, yes. Oh, yes. And so, drum roll. The band of the week is... The Atkinsons. And we recently saw them at River City Roll, and they were great as usual. And so the Atkinsons, they were formed in 2003, and they've been playing in Richmond for over 20 years. And they are considered to be Americana 
the country genre, and they mostly play originals and a few cover songs. We saw them play Talking Heads and a Tom Petty cover. Yeah, and I, I might say a little folk sounding too. Yeah, like I, would, I like would say Irish-y. a little little folky. Yeah, Irishy because they're going to be at the Irish Festival they were last in a few year. weeks. Yep, they'll be there again. And so I think what sets the the band apart is that they have a fiddle player and a mandolin player, which you know I I thoroughly enjoyed, and the the singer. He has a voice that kind of resembles uh, Tom Petty, would yeah, you say? Yeah, because exactly when he sang uh, American Girl, I'm like, that that and is the perfect voice for that. Liz started the dance party because Liz got up to dance to American Girl and literally a sea of women followed her. And like, what that's can what I say? The, every I'm time. A, I'm a trendsetter. Yeah, every time <laughs> I go see a band. And they have two albums to date, American Gothic and Mile Marker. And they play at most breweries, festivals in the Richmond region. And they're actually going to play at the Churchill Irish Festival, I I believe. That's correct. We'll check them out after we run the Hilltopper 5K. And are dead. Have you heard them play, Carter? No. The Atkinsons? No. 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 You'd well, love you should. Them. They're amazing. I'm you should. Them out. We're having I'll a come party. To the Irish festival. Check well, them yeah, out. we're yeah. having a party for the Irish festival, so you should come. To, you and Natalie should come to the we party. We will be here. Woohoo! Hey. Yeah. I'm in. Anytime I have a chance to party, I'm down. Cool. We are too. <laughs> we'll probably have some Guinness too. Oh, some yeah. harp. Maybe some Irish car bombs. Oh. That's a new one. I might die a little bit. I don't know. We always do. (laughs) Should we go into some shout-outs? Yes, please. All right, I'll start. Um, I have three shout-outs. One is District 5. It is closing soon, apparently. So, and that's really sad because I have a lot of fond memories there when I first moved to Richmond. So (laughs) they do a $5 beer bucket night on Wednesday. And let me tell you, it's wild. I was there yesterday. I uh, had my beer bucket, did tequila shots for some reason, and then I was dancing with a bunch of college people, and I had a blast, and they all like thought I was their age, and I was like, oh yes, flatter me, thank you. When are they closing? I don't know. Sometime, I think next week. Oh. So Next week, damn. Yeah, so get right. there if you want to say goodbye. Maybe they're selling stuff off, too. Oh my God, and the that. bartenders there are so <laughs> gorgeous. I cannot, I feel like they hire professional models to bartend there. They're gorgeous. Uh, yeah, I felt a little insecure. I'm not going to lie. But in a good I haven't been there in a while, so I don't know. Um, and what else? Yeah, check out District 5 quickly. <laughs> um, and then second is Jimmy Fitch. He's a local solo country artist that I saw out at O'Toole's last weekend. He has the voice of an angel. It's so deep and soulful. Like, he doesn't look like he has, like, this really deep voice and he oh my god sounds so good he sings a lot of 90s country covers and some originals the number three is wonderland bar which i finally got oh to go god. to and i've been like begging like let's go there and i never go so do they have like a bunch of heads and mannequins in there is yes, that- I, yes i was not expecting it to i thought it was gonna be like cutesy in there i'm like wonderland oh, like i when I went there, the person I was with was like, is this like a Halloween bar? Yeah, it's like, like, no. It's kind of like, like, like Guar Bar. <laughs> um, and it definitely has like a punk rock scene in there. Like a lot of punk rock people are in there. Um, and they make an amazing margarita. You would love it. Ooh. It's not too sweet. It's um, very potent. Fuerte. And I, the bartenders were so nice and personable and really like, 
I was like, can you make me a margarita? But I don't want it to be like gross. And I was being kind of annoying because I was drunk and sorry, everyone, I always am drunk on this episode. Um, <laughs> and they were like, don't worry, I'll take care of you. And he did an excellent job. I can't remember his name, but thank you, sir. <laughs> That's hilarious. That's it. All right, Liz. <laughs> um, I'd like to shout out both ranches, the Midlothian oh, one yeah. and the Mechanics one, because they yeah. just keep pounding out like good nights for us. Oh my God, that was an amazing night. We went to a 50th birthday party last weekend and had so much fun. So much fun, I don't remember <laughs> most of it. That's the best kind of fun, we right? We took a party bus. I know, that was fun. <laughs> that was the kiss of death, though. No. <laughs> <laughs> um, I would also like to shout out the Atkinsons, Greek and Carrie, and of course... Harry's at the Hoff, Brambley Park. The Airbnb. I forgot the name of it. Oh, Rigsby yeah. Pond. Yeah. Rigsby <laughs> Pond. Rigsby Pond. Sorry, I knew I was forgetting That's one okay. more. Jesus, I'm old. <laughs> Maddie. And I want to give a, a shout out to Lucy Dacus of Boy Genius. Congratulations on the three Grammys. Yes, that I'm is sure amazing. she's listening to this podcast. Yeah. You never Hi. know. You never know. <laughs> Carter, you want to shout out anybody? Oh, no, you got me. I was. <laughs> <laughs> We're very inclusive. I'll shout out to you. Natalie. She yes, missed the episode. She had to be with her kids tonight. Natalie, so, yeah. you better come back on. Thanks sure. for making this work. Yeah. It was really fun to talk to you. Oh. I know. It was a blast. Well, I think that about wraps it up, though. Unless, uh, Carter, you have anything else you want to throw in? <laughs> I'm feeling inspired. When I when we interview people, I always get like such a like warm feeling of inspiration. I know it's like you said. It's so fun meeting new people yeah. and talking to them. So this it's been great. a blast. Well, thank you guys thank for having you. me. Thank you. Yes, and everyone, please check out all of Carter's properties. We will have them linked, yeah. listed, and um, maybe you'll see us next Tuesday at the Hoff because they have tasting events every Tuesday night they are ticketed you can go to their calendar and if you click on the calendar it takes you to a link where you can just get the ticket and do it quick because they sell out quick they do like we're trying we're trying we'll be there oh we gotta do it right after (laughs) this episode and also guys be sure to follow us are you following this podcast if you like it please give us a follow go on our Instagram our Facebook and like our stuff that would our be TikTok. great it really helps it yes, helps us TikTok. grow I know if you like local businesses then support us and go yeah. ahead and comment on any of our posts we, we just want to know what you're thinking what you thought of the episode that would you know we would appreciate that and any you can send us suggestions or if you want to be on the pod if you're just it's, you don't need to be a business owner anything wacky weird about Richmond Richmond give it to us alright Big Daddy alright until next time peace peace Thank you.